Wait, shit. All right, welcome in Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode 215. Without the two, it's the Kevin Millar episode 215. CouchGuysSports.com, of course, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you can find Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, you listen to the show. Welcome back. Welcome in. If it's your first time, go subscribe, go follow. I promise it'll be worth it. Turn the notifications on so every time we drop a new episode, it's just going to pop to your iPhone, pop to your Android, whatever you're using, and you can play it in the car in the commute. If you're like me and get to work from home now, just pop it up in the Google or the Alexa. I'm pretty sure, Al, you can just tell Alexa to play us and it'll play it. Pretty sure, so, yeah. I think that's how it, Alexa so works. Go for it. Do that. Is we don't have to move, so it's very convenient. Um, check out all the other podcasts, the Twitch channel, the YouTube channel. Subscribe to both of those. Follow those. Subscribe yeah. to those. All that good stuff. The Twitch channel, especially. Shout out to our new streamers, uh, Matt Vanya, who actually made her debut the other day. We have a few new streamers that are still going to be making their debuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So pay attention to that Twitch channel because we're going to have a lot of consistent content, especially come September. Yeah, she did a really good job. She played some Pokemon. And it was, uh, it was a good time. Never a bad Gotta thing. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. See, I, I can do it. It's uh, my destiny. All the other podcasts, the written content. Um, me and I were just talking before behind the scenes. We're going to have some – we have th- right now three fantasy football leagues happening in, within Couch Guys Sports. So you're going to get a lot of content around that. Oh, so yeah. exciting. F- football season's coming. Um, we had one league last year, Al, right? So, uh, so, so really quick, Jared, to kind of just talk about how the development of Couch Guy's been. Last year, we had one league, 10 contributors. This year, three leagues, 32 contributors. And That's insane. Ma- no, but nobody's nobody's going to come at me this year saying, oh, my God, why didn't you let me in the league? We, hard deadline. You responded. You're good. That's it. We're in. And Locked if you still in. didn't get into the 32 – we don't want to hear it. I sent out emails. I called. I texted. So, and I have the proof. So, if you want to try me, come try me. You know what you want to try, Al? What do you want to try, Jared? It's Manscaped. Oh, I do want to try me some Manscaped. And of course, Actually, I got some Manscaped shows, right here too. This episode two one five. All the other episodes we've been is brought to you by our good friends at Manscaped. Summer's here, guys, and I don't know if you're ready to unveil your beach bod yet, Al. You might be, but you're in luck. Mm. Our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth generation performance package which includes the lawnmower 4.0 yeah you heard that right the 4.0 complement your summer bod with a trim from the leaders in male grooming sun is shining and calling your name fellas join the two million men worldwide who trust manscaped and get ready for that hot summer hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for your 20 percent off and free shipping with the code couch guy 20 20 couch guy 20 Hot, hot boy summer, hot man summer coming at you. Guys, I talk about it all the time. It's very convenient. It's very easy to use. It's a lot better than pulling out God knows what. If you're still that person who, you know, might used to be Nick Qualia who used to use scissors or, you know, maybe some of you guys have used, you know, I, I might have been guilty of this when I was a teenager. I've used that same razor used on your face down low. It happens. We all do it. it, it it's okay. That's what Manscaped's here for. Time to bundle up with Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Stop using that same trimmer. Inside this package, guys, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is great, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Brace, which are awesome, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. It's just like the sack. First off, 
The new Performance Package 4.0 includes the new Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is insane, guys, and I dare say the goat of ball trimmers. Yeah, I went there. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on and off switch, which can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to run the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed to a more precise shave. Yeah, that face shaver you guys are using doesn't have any of that. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof? No, I did not, but I did in the shower or in the wild. And from your chest pubes all the way down to your ball for the lawnmower 4.0 is the best trimmer for you. Want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The performance package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up, top in your nose and ear. The weed whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. It's great. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Got to keep those things safe. Seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations. Before heading outside, use the Crop Preserver Ball deodorant to keep you on your game in the heat. Then after trimming the lawn, whacking the weeds in the heat, give your beach balls a boost and use that Crop Reviver. Manscaped will even throw in two free gifts with their performance package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort in boxers to another level. Guys, 20% off free shipping with the code COUCHGUY20 at manscaped.com. Al, is this thing on? Were you listening? I was. 20% off free shipping. 20% code couch guy two zero. See, you weren't listening at me. Wait, 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 wait. 20% and free shipping. 20% and free shipping code couch guy 20. Did you hear that? So free shipping and 20%. All you got to do is enter that code couch guy 20 guys, escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with manscaped. That's all. That's, that's all we talk about. There's no sports going on, right? It's July. That's it. And the show there. Manscaped yeah. episode. It's have, done. A, have a good, uh, have a good week, Jared. Have a good, have week, a good everybody. week, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Red Sox playing the Yankees this weekend. Enjoy. Have a good week. Um, no, just a couple things. Small. We won't be here long. Um, let's talk with Cassius. Start Cassius Marsh, former Patriot. Quickly, then we'll talk some Red Sox. Um, apparently, he he came at it again. This is the same guy who said the Patriots are crap. He hated it here. All this stuff. Um, did it again. Uh, apparently, the player. Apparently, the Patriots play, treat players like crap. He said. The Patriot way is extremely impressive. They work day in and day out. Their work ethic over there, what they instill is pretty legendary, but they also treat players like crap. You don't have a lunch period. You heard that right. You get there and you have to make time to eat in between meetings. And they're like five to 10 minute periods where I literally have to go scoop food and put it in a cup and crush it real quick before I got to the next meeting. There's no fun. There's no well. That is what I got in trouble for saying that they don't have fun. Quote, uh, unquote, new quote, a lot of players like thanked me for making it public on how bad they treat guys. So apparently everyone has a lunch problem. I mean, they win games, so you just really can't argue with championships. Marsh added that he respects Patriots coach Bill Belichick. He just doesn't like him. Boo freaking who? So apparently him and other players around the league are happy he said something because they didn't get a lunch period. What is this, high school? Do you need a half hour to eat lunch? Like you, don't even, you, you, you don't are, even get you that in high school. You are at work. You are a professional football player getting millions of dollars. I think if you have to eat during a meeting or eat quickly in between meetings and then maybe get a bigger meal later after your day's over, who cares? If you think the Patriots aren't having fun because they don't give you a lunch period, then you're, you have – what about all these other players that keep talking about 
being a Patriot, Devin McCourty, Cam Newton. Oh, I love being a Patriot. It's great. He's dancing on the side. Like they're letting him dance. They're letting Kendrick Bourne dance. Like they're doing, like they're blasting music and it's all pretty good music now too. Of course the Patriots have having fun and they win a crap ton. Like get over yourself. Cassius Marsh is a pain in my ass. I don't even know the guy. Like, what is he doing? I don't know what he's doing, but here's, here's a few tidbits you got to keep in mind. First off, Matt Chatham. Okay, he used to play for the Patriots. Now he's doing some, you know, he does some stuff with Nesson and everything else. He came out and said, yeah, we, there might be some times where we couldn't eat, you know, when we wanted to, but you're in the NFL. It's an all-expenses buffet. Like, it's, it's the best food that you could possibly get. And it's not going anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to grow legs and walk away like we were told when we were kids. Like, that's one thing. And shout out to CGS's own Mike Sullivan for covering this on the blog. Yep. Like, he said it perfectly in the blog. Cassius Marsh has played for seven teams in like the last eight seasons. And by the way, Jared, you know, the names, uh, Julian Edelman, Matthew Slater, David yeah. Andrews, you know, you know, a few of those names, right? Yeah. Trent Brown who left and came back and said, Oh my God, I missed it here. Yes. Yeah, so another one. So if you have those names and like your veterans that have been here forever, would they really have stuck around if they didn't enjoy what they were doing? Like, is it really that torturous to be a part of the Patriots where, yeah, you're used to winning. You won six championships in, you know, 20 years or whatever it was and made four other Super Bowls or three other Super Bowls. And then, yeah. you know, then you can't have lunch, like, right when you want to. You can't make your own schedule like people who have different jobs can do, I guess. Like, give it a rest. You played for the Patriots for three months. He was picked up in September 2017. He got released in November. Played for three months at the most. It could not have been that bad. Get over mm-hmm. yourself. He, Seattle, he played with New England. He played with San Francisco twice, Arizona. In 2020, he played for three teams, Indy, Jacksonville, and, and now Pittsburgh. And I think he's still with Pittsburgh. He's on the practice um, squad. He's on the practice squad of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh, this is what we're talking about, guys. A practice squad player didn't have fun in New England. It's because you sucked. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, you didn't contribute. You got benched. He got released. Get over it. Let's see. When he was with the Patriots, he had one sack <laughs> nice. and, and one forced fumble. And how many in games? Nine, in nine, nine games. Huh. Yeah, it sounds like a guy that really, really didn't get a lot of opportunity, too. Yeah, give me a break. Um, let's see. San Francisco had six games, two forced fumbles, uh, two sacks. He has how many career? He has 14 career sacks in the course of what was that year span? like eight years seven eight Eight, years he has 14 sacks in seven or eight years in the nfl like dude get over yourself i'm sorry you couldn't have your panini in peace in the locker room (laughs) with all the other dudes and jock straps i'm sorry but like this is why you're on a practice squad in pittsburgh and the belichick is still here coaching up winning teams and all those free agents that just i know they got paid but they all have said i i I took the opportunity to play for belichick all of them Right. That's not a coincidence. You don't all just say that because you got paid. Like every one of them said, "Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't pass off on the opportunity to play for Belichick." Mm-hmm. This, there's a trend here. The majority of the players love it here, and because you suck. And like, look at Reggie Wayne, another example, a veteran who, yeah, had some ability but couldn't hack it. But that wasn't even more of the fun thing, right? That was more that he couldn't understand the playbook. Right, and, it, like, and he finally called it quits. Exactly. And he called it quits and just left. He's like, I don't, I don't understand this, and it's not as fun as it should be. Like, it's fine, but like. If he understood the playbook, it would have been fine. Like, he would have had fun if he understood what was happening. But he, just, he was old and didn't understand what was happening. Chad Ochocinco, same thing. Just didn't know the playbook. Didn't know the playbook. But he also raised Belichick. He said he, it, was, it was on him. He said, I loved it there. 
I would have, I would have loved to stay. So there you have it. So there's so, one bad apple trying to spoil the whole tree and he can't do it. Cassius Marsh, if you're listening to this, you are an idiot. And I hope you don't even make the Pittsburgh Steelers practice squad. And I hope you are, you have to play in the CFL or retire. And that's it. I hope your career ends because you don't deserve to be in the NFL after the way you treat Bill Belichick. Stop. Get off my lawn. I'm an old man. Meh. <laughs> an old man at 29. Unreal. Old man. I'm almost 30. Yo. I know. Um, I know. All right. I'm done. That's all I want. That's the only airtime I wanted to give Cassius Marsh. Um, you're being an idiot, bro. Um, let's talk about Matty Backpacks. Matthew Barnes. Hey. Matty Gets Barnes. a two-year extension with the Red Sox. Um, said didn't want to go anywhere. Wanted to get something done that was fair for both sides. He's now locked up through 2024. Club option in 2024. Club option for, sure. for 2024, yeah. Um, which they'll probably pick up. I don't know. But either way, this gives them their, their guy, right? He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He locks in. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Speaks to guys who potentially might want to play here down the road, right? Um, saying, hey, it's awesome in Boston. Core is great. I don't want to go anywhere. Um, it's a big deal for the Red Sox. Like they locked in. Like they've, they've had a rotating door in the back end of the bullpen for a very long time. You go, you know, back to Keith Volk, Papelbon. Uh, you bring in Koji. Then you bring in Kimbrell for the winter world. And now it's like, okay, Matt Barnes is here. He signed his extension. He wants to be here. And yeah, you're going to have someone else replace him long-term, probably a younger dude. But like, this is a good thing to solidify that spot for a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And honestly, look at the deal that High and Bloom made. Like, this is a guy that probably elsewhere would have gotten about like 12, 13 million. Did you see the actual numbers on the contract, Jared? Um, remind me. I definitely getting, did. But he's, he's getting like 7.25 next year, 7.5 the following year. And then that club option is for 8 million. So yeah, he could have like 10 or 11 at minimum if he hit free agency. High and Bloom, once again, you beautiful, beautiful man giving a good deal without having to break the bank for a guy that, mind you, just made the all-star team as a closer. So, like you said too, Jared, it's going to solidify that back into the bullpen. And if you don't think Barnes is the guy to close games anymore, you can still have him as your eighth inning guy. So there's options there. He's flexible in those two roles, and he has had success in both roles. I really wish Heim was here to negotiate Mookie Betts because I feel like – if Heim was the one doing the Mookie Betts situation before he, before the trades happened, right? They might've just given in and he might've just been like, all right, this is a fair deal for Mookie Betts. We're not going to break the bank. And it, cause you could have offered him a little less and probably would have stayed, but he hit free agency. Same thing. I mean, that Barnes is a lot lesser of a player, but Heim Bloom is okay with saying, let's meet in the middle. I'm not going to try to screw you. I'm not going to try to give you a lot less than you're worth, but I'm not going to give you an arm or leg, which you put you because you're probably going to get that if you leave, but you also don't want to leave. It was a great signing. And I think one thing that's kind of it, – it's powerful that they did this now. Goes to the All-Star game, locked in, right? Confident, go be a guy. Gets this, But also the deadline's coming. And with the deadline coming, you now know, okay, I have him locked in. So if I happen to bring another relief pitcher to close games, he's getting the pay the same. Whether he's in the eighth inning, the ninth inning. Like he knows that even if he gets replaced as the, the closer, which he shouldn't, right? He's doing well. But if he does – he doesn't care. He's getting paid. It's not like he has to earn his money. He's getting paid. And say you bring in Kimbrell, because that's been a rumor, right? The Cubs are offering Kimbrell, uh, said that he's available. Anthony Rizzo is another one, too. Uh, we'll get into detail of the options on Friday into the Triangle podcast. Go check it out. New, new episode recording with a special guest. Special guest, Friday into the Triangle. Um, the idea that you could bring in a reliever like Kimbrell now is even more so. 
because now you don't have to worry about hurting Kim, uh, Maddie Backpack's ego, right? He's confident in that you believe in them and you, you want him to be here. And But imagine if you bring in a guy, say you brought in Kimbrell and you want him to close, just as an example. 789 becomes Ottavino, Matt Barnes, Craig Kimbrell. Pretty good. It's pretty nice. Pretty, pretty good. good. And Kimbrell's having a good year. Like, Craig Kimbrell has figured it out this year in Chicago. So they're just dumping it because they suck. So, like, you could bring in Craig Kimbrell. Now, I don't think that's your first priority. I think you have to do other things. I'd like a starting pitcher coming in, for example. Um, I'd like maybe, you know, a, a low-end bench guy. If you don't call up Jaron Duran, fine. But if you want to go reliever and you bring in someone like Craig Kimbrell to close or even eighth inning, you bring it you, – It's and the bullpen's already good. It's one of the best in the league. You add Craig Kimbrell to it at the end. It's crazy. This is the only thing I'll say about the deadline regarding the Red Sox and the Cubs. Do not be surprised if a trade happens. I'm not saying it's going to be Craig Kimbrell per se. Well, Anthony Rizzo's an option too. And Rizzo's I, an option. I would do that. Chris Bryant might even be an option because he's they're, another they're guy. They're up for business, man. They're up for business. They're, they're yeah. in seller mode. They even came out and said they're going to be sellers. So you know what? If you're going to be sellers and you're the Boston Red Sox and you have a chance to contend for a World Series title and you need a few pieces – Chicago's the place to go get it. You need a first baseman to be better than Bobby Dahlbeck. You have a few options in Chicago. You want to get that closer? Yes. Go get him. You have options there. Mm -hmm. Go make it happen. Yeah, I'm excited for Himes. I'm excited for Himes deadline because this is the first time he's been on a deadline where he he can trade. He has some assets that he can afford to trade because he'll have money in the back end. And he can, he, can, he can fill those holes, right? Like before in Tampa, you're like, eh, I don't want to trade you because you're valuable, blah, blah, blah. Like he has some prospects to trade if he wants to. Nothing crazy, right? Um, but you can trade some guys here to, to make an impact that the Cubs would probably want, uh, like a Michael Chavis. Or you could trade someone like those kind of prospects if you want to, which he probably should because I think this team's worth investing in, to bring in a guy like Kimball or Anthony, or Anthony Rizzo. If you bring in Rizzo, then you, have, you can have Dahlbeck on the bench um, went in spot, and he's been playing well, so no slump there. But, you know, you have Dahlbeck as a, a role guy. You put Anthony Rizzo at first base with this team. Like, okay, great. Awesome. That's you make, even better. Great. And then you bring up Jaren. I think Jaren Duran plays at some point. I, I think there's a spot for him so, up here. September call-up. Yeah, and I think he'll play. Remember the Xander Bogarts role he played in that 2013 World Series? Mm -hmm. Called up late, eventually got the nod, and, and became the guy and was playing in the World Series. Like, I think – if the Red Sox make a run, that's going to end up being Jaron Duran's way to get on this team. September call-up, impresses the rest of the year, shows his stuff, and then has a chance to prove himself come the fall. Maybe it's an injury or maybe just some guy goes on a slump that hasn't that has been playing well um, just to have some hole there, and then eventually he wins the job. Maybe it's a Hunter Renfro slump or something like that. But I don't know. Either way, um, Jaron Duran's going to get an opportunity in the fall to prove himself worthy of being on the playoff rosters and, and having an opportunity like Xander did in 2013, for sure. 100%. Um, but yeah, Maddie, Maddie Barnes, great extension, two years with that club option. It's a great deal for both sides. He doesn't want to be anywhere else. He doesn't want to go to free agency. Core basically said we got lucky, right? He could have gone there and, and, and cashed in, but he chose to stay. And that's awesome for everybody. Um, I think it's a great fit. So it's a great deal. And you know, it's also a great deal. Tell me. Al is, um, is being able to get a massage without leaving your house. That is possible, Jared. And I'm going to tell you how that's possible. Just there's ways. There there's, 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 a fun, there's a fun way that you can not talk about. And then there's also another fun way that you can talk about. What's the, what's the one we can talk about? Let's do the fun way and talk about the fact that the Couch Guy Sports Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Exogun. Mm, Jared, you've done, a the... work, 
Yeah, that's the fun one. Jared, you've done a workout before and feel like you need a massage right after, right? Oh, of course. Yes. All Every single time. time. I'm almost 30 out. Exactly. Yeah, you, you especially need the massage going into your early 30s there, my guy. Well, get the massage, Jared, without even having to leave your house. Do not let pain and soreness slow you down anymore. Because Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need to take it, Jared, whether you're at work, whether you're at the gym, whether you're on the trail with your loved one, whether you're at home with your kid. Put the power of percussion, massage, treatment in your hands. Exogun is portable, adjustable, powerful, and trusted by the pros to deliver the ultimate in recovery experience. Again, use it for that percussion therapy. What is percussion therapy, though, for anybody that doesn't know? Percussion therapy boosts muscle function and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid, concentrated, pulsating strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with our friends at Exogun. Now, here's the kicker, and here's where you really need to listen, and we're going to see who's listening because we'll know by using that little code. Jared, are you listening? What? Hello? Yes, Jared, hi. You can get 10% off, one zero, 10% off. With the code CGS10 at checkout. Exogun comes Sports 10. CGS10, correct. CGS10, got it. That's what comes, that stands for, people. Yes, CGS is Couch Guy Sports. It's a nice little, nice little ring to it, CGS. Comes with a charger and a carrying case. You can charge it on the go. You can carry it anywhere you need to. Go get your Exogun today. Treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice with the promo code CGS10 to get 10% off at checkout. CGS10. CGS10. Our last topic of the night. Still Red Sox related because it's July. Mm-hmm. And the Red Sox are good people. So we're going to have one. Uh, the, Red, the MLB draft was the other night. And we're going to talk about one person. If you want the in-depth stuff, wait till Friday. We'll give you a new end of the triangle. It's like all we're going to talk about. But for now, we're going to talk about, is it Marcelo? It's not Marcelo. Marcelo. It's Marcelo. Marcelo. Marcelo Meyer. Shortstop. Was predicted to be the number one overall pick by far. Um, was was been touted to be the best player in this draft. The Red Sox wanted him, but like knew that he wasn't going to be there. We were all talking Jack Leiter. We were talking Kumar. We were talking all these other players because you know what, Meyer just wasn't going to be there. You had Pittsburgh in front of you, number one. You had uh, the Texas Rangers at number two. You had Detroit at three. One of those guys was going to take Meyer. <laughs> Boy, did we think wrong? Idiots, morons. Those three teams were idiots this dude is a short stud stud shortstop and you just hand it to him to the best team in the baseball that's what Thank they you. do and Thank look you. and look i didn't think they was gonna be there i was we, we talked about this on in the triangle i wanted jack lighter i wanted lighter uh, i did too we wanted pitching we wanted pitching we didn't think they were gonna both those shortstops we didn't think they were gonna be there i was like great lighter should fall if not kumar will be there get one of those guys and i'll be happy and kumar was there kumar fell too to the mets that, that was a crazy fall um kumar and the mets man Ooh, that's gonna be a fun combination but with Meyer, dude, this dude, lefty swing. Um, I heard, I saw the comp Chipper Jones. The swing looks identical after watching it side by side. Like, dude, Corey Seager comp, Chris uh, Chipper Jones comp. This dude basically going to be a stud. Already met Xander Bogarts at the All-Star game. Like, this dude's in. And, Al, I don't know how they got so lucky. But those three teams, yeah, they got good players, right? Jack Leiter's going to Texas. Um, who went to Pittsburgh? The catcher. So it was Henry Davis from Louisville. So that's what yeah, I was. That, so that's what I was going to say. You can thank the Pittsburgh Pirates for that, Jerry, because like you said, all the mock drafts, Bleacher Report, ESPN, CBS Everyone. Sports, all of them, MLB.com, 
They all had Marcelo Meyer going to the Pirates. He was a can't-miss prospect, plus mm-hmm. he has uh, plus power, has a ton of upside as a hitter, very cocky defender, knows that he can mm-hmm. play shortstop very, very well. Which is hands. what you need. I'm all for it. Exactly. Pittsburgh. Goes catcher. Goes a catcher, but the reason they did it is because they knew that he would be the cheapest of the four to get a deal done. That's exactly why they did it. Oh, it's money. Yeah, it's, and, and that's why paid. Pittsburgh's the jokest of the joke when it comes to the MLB franchises. They don't care about winning. They care about money. The only, the only positive that I will say is Pittsburgh arguably got the best hitter in the whole draft. Because oh, Henry he's Davis, a stud at the plate. He's a stud at the plate. Henry Davis is a stud at the plate. Now, I was at a wedding on Sunday, so I was trying to look away from dancing and everything, check my phone, getting blown up with text messages. When Henry Davis went number one, Jared, I just want to ask you this. I know we're going to talk more in depth about it on Into the Triangle later in the week, but really quick for all of our CGS podcast fans. When Henry Davis went to Pittsburgh number one, did you feel more confident that the Red Sox were going to get Jack Leiter? 100%. Okay. Because when, when he went one, I said, okay, well, then Texas isn't going to pass up on Meyer. And then I was like, Detroit's not going to go Leiter. So I was like, great, we get, we're getting Jack Leiter. And not only that, right? Here's the thing. Even if Texas didn't take Marcelo Meyer, there was still the shortstop, Jordan Lawler, that played high school baseball in Houston, Texas. He was literally yeah. in the Rangers' backyard. So I'm yeah. thinking – and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you have Jordan Lawler and Marcelo Meyer at your disposal. You're not going to win right now. You don't need to take Jack Leiter. But then there was part of me that was like – I know I said before it was Detroit, but now looking back, it's like Texas was the team all along that we were like – that, that could be the toss-up. And isn't it poetic because the Red Sox, all they had to do was lose to Atlanta two more games in 2020. They would have moved up to the number two spot, and they could have taken Jack Leiter if they would. But, but wouldn't they have taken Meyer at two anyway? I See, like, I don't know. They, I, I don't know. I, they clearly wanted Meyer. All the, everything I've read said the Red Sox were like, well, we would have loved to take Meyer, but we weren't going to get him at four. If Meyer was there at two, they probably would have taken Meyer anyway. I think if I had to take an educated guess, Jared, I would say that Leiter was plan A and Meyer was plan B. That's, that's, that's a solid my, plan B. It's a heck of a my, plan B if Myers plan B. That's my guess because the Henry Davis thing didn't make a lot of sense to me. Like I was trying to talk myself into it, but it didn't make sense to me. You have Christian Vasquez, you have Connor Wong in the minor leagues. You have a few other prospects down there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you don't need, you didn't need a catcher. You didn't need the, a, Right. The, the kid Hernandez or whatever in double A. Yeah, so like you don't, they, you don't need a catcher. Yeah. You, you, you needed need pitching. Catcher. You needed pitching, which they got, but they still need pitching. Um, and they need, but I'm also not against them getting at their future middle infielder. Like this guy, if he, if you keep him at shortstop, great. If he's willing to go to second base, even better, he'll come up sooner. Because yeah, you have Jeter downs there. Look, this is my prediction, and I and this is something Al and I talked about too, off there. Yeah. Just appreciate Xander Bogarts for him being here, because if this dude is just can't miss, as everyone say, Meyer, and you're not going to move him to second base unless you really think like Xander Bogarts is willing to make a move or Devers is making a move to second or first or whatever. Like they love Jeter Downs. He's their second baseman of the future and he's a stud. Xander Bogarts eventually will not be here. Like you have to think that when Meyer's ready, they won't resign. Now great. This could be three, four years away. And by then, you know, they might, their Mad go, Oh, we're not going to pay Xander. We have Meyer. Great. But why can't we have all of it? Like I know, if if I'm the Red Sox, I move. I'm okay. I saw this earlier. This wasn't my original thought. I like the idea of moving Xander the third if he's happy about it. If he really wants to stay, do the whole A rod thing, move him over. Um, he'd be a stud third baseman. 
let Meyer play short. Jeter Downs comes up eventually. We'll play. So he'll, he'll probably be up here by the time Meyer comes up. Jeter Downs is playing second. And then you either let Devers play first or just be, have Devers be your DH when JD's gone. How about Tristan Cassis at first base, Devers DH? If Devers, yeah, like I, I think Devers long term should just be a DH anyway. Um, but he's also got better at third base where like I, I kind of want to keep him in the field. Now, first base is a whole different animal. Um, if they don't plan on Bobby Dahlbeck being your long-term plan, if you bring in Anthony Rizzo in, he could be your future first base. It doesn't matter. Because uh, Anthony Rizzo is not that old. I, I think Rizzo would be a rental. He's 31 years old. He's in the last year of his deal. I think he would be a rental if he came here. They love Cassius, and I don't think he's going – he's still their number one prospect in their system, right? Correct. Like, they, didn't rank, they didn't rank Meyer over him. But no. think about this. Long-term, after, the next, after this two-, three-year window with J.D. Martinez and these guys, you think third to first, Bogarts, Meyer, Downs, Cassius. Pretty good. That's pretty nice. You, oh, you and, stole your, your stud shortstop. You stole by, a stud shortstop. And by the way, if you want to talk long-term future too, out of the infield and in the outfield, Alex Verdugo is only about 24. You have so Alex Verdugo, Jaron Duran, figure out the other spot. And deal. that could be – and honestly, I'm okay with that being a rotating door of veterans because, you know, there's, there's something to say about an older veteran player that wants to be on it with a young core to win, a Hunter Renfro, those kind of players. I'm cool with that third outfield spot, consistently rotating with younger players, platooning with veterans who want to be there for the presence. Like, that's, that's a championship team. It shouldn't all be young guys all the time. Correct. So you don't need to have all your young prospects play. That's, that's fine. But, like, th- this is where – and then you, this is where you spend money, right? Maybe you, you pay for someone like a Bryce Harper or like a whatever in that caliber. That's when you spend the money for those guys right to fill that last hole so that you have a stud you 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 pay for a future hall of famer outfielder or whatever and then you have the other guys filling those holes with xander endeavors endeavors even said today he doesn't want to go anywhere or yesterday he's yeah, like he, said he wants to be here long term so you have guys so, that want to be here they want to play here make it happen you have like the, you have a red sox core, i'm telling you top five payroll with the red sox system and these core guys who want to stay Dude, they're building something. Guys, and Heim we trust. Like, this, this is it. Like, Heim Bloom's the guy. He's going to figure it out. He's drafting well. He's stole Meyer. Like, make, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by this deadline. I'm already trustful of Heim. I, I believe he's the right person to do this job. But this deadline is going to tell me a lot now and like, if I'm right or wrong. Real quick before we head out for the week, Jared. Red Sox grade, Marcelo Meyer, four overall. What's their grade for the pick? Four overall. If you get him, get, he's an A. Get him at four overall. A, a plus. I think it's. I think it's an A, a plus. Plus one hundred and eighty percent. Whatever. Like you getting Meyer at four is like you had the first overall pick. Yep. Like y- you stole. Now, if it was lighter, I would have given you the same grade because lighter yes. at four is also nice. But like taking getting Meyer at four, it's your future shortstop. It's your it's your generational shortstop for years to come. And it's funny that he was a Yankee fan before. He's like, yeah, now I'm the biggest Red Sox fan ever. Yeah. Well, you and he wants to be here. You want and he said, I want to get it done quickly. I want to be signed. I want to go play baseball. Great. That's who I want on my team. Boom. I want to play. He already met Xander Bogarts. He was in, he was in starstruck. Did you see that video? The starstruck. He was oh, like, yeah. Oh my God. Hi. <laughs> it was great. He wants like, to be here. He's going to, what's he, up, he, man? Oh, what's up, Xander? Hey teammate. <laughs> hey bud. How are you? Congrats on being an all-star. I just got drafted. I'm going to be your teammate in like two years. What's up? <laughs> I, I, I can see Meyer moving through the system quickly. I can too. He'll be quick. He might. He might even start at Double A. To be honest, I was like, just about. I was just about to say that. Double A, maybe second year Triple A, and then maybe get called up that second year. Like I think he's that good of a player that he could make it pretty quickly. Um, and it, it might not be a starting right away. Like it might be good enough to like get him on the team, get him into, and then go from there. Especially again, if, when JD's when JD's gone, then you really gotta hope he comes up. 
because mm-hmm. if Jay, Jay's not going to be here much longer, he's got what two years left. Yeah, three, two. I think it's two. JD, Jay, yeah, two. JD's got two years left. He's going to play it out. It's definitely out there good, and he's getting paid. Two years left. When that contract's up, you start shifting. Devers to DH, Standard over, Meyer up, Downs at second. There you go. So in two years, you got to think Meyer's probably going to be up here. That's their plan. Oh, it's so fun to be a Red Sox fan right now. It's so fun. And it sucks to be a Yankees fan. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, <laughs> episode 215. Home of your first place, Boston Red Sox. If you're watching the All-Star Game, hope you enjoyed it. Home run derby was fun. We didn't talk about it, but it was a blunt. Polar Bear won. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, CouchGuySports.com, Twitch, YouTube, we talked about it all. Thanks to our good friends at Manscaped and Exogun. CGS10 at Exogun. CouchGuy20 at Manscaped.com. Great deals, great friends of the show. Al, it was fun. We'll be back next week. Again, mm-hmm. new episode of In the Triangle with the two of us this week and Zach with a special guest. Tune in for that when we announce it. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week on this show. Talk soon. See you guys. Oh, wait. Shit.